Hello, everybody, and welcome to TeacherCast, your home for professional development. Welcome to the TeacherCast podcast. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today, and thank you for making TeacherCast your home for professional development. Tonight, we're talking all about Office 365 and how you deploy it in a school system. We've got a guest on today that's going to be talking to us all about Microsoft School Data Sync and Intune for Education to help your schools out there not only sync the data between devices, but also help you organize all those apps and third-party apps. There's, of course, several great ways that you can reach out and participate in this and all of our shows. You can find us on Twitter. Email us at feedback at teachercast.net. Leave us a voicemail over at teachercast.net slash voicemail. And of course, subscribe to this and all of our shows over at teachercast.net slash audio and teachercast.net slash video. My guest today is Matt McGinnis from the Microsoft Corporation. I want to bring him on today to talk all about some of the great things that are happening with Microsoft Data Sync. Matt, how are you today? Welcome to the program. Thanks, Jeff. I'm doing great. Tell us a little bit about yourself. What are you doing these days with Microsoft? So I'm a product manager on the engineering team for Microsoft School Data Sync. And as part of my job, I also work with very closely with the Office 365 team, with the Windows 10 team, and the newly forming uh, Intune for Education team. And I know that one of the topics that you thought would be really great for this audience, especially the IT admin members of your audience, is how to actually deploy apps and manage devices in a school environment. So I'm here and ready to answer any questions and talk to you about that. And it's such an important conversation. I think as a teacher, we take for granted the fact that things just happen. And you know, one magical day, our school opens up and says, hi, here are these Surface tablets, or hey, you're using Microsoft Classroom. How does all this data get in there, and how does it all organize? And today, you're going to tell us a little bit about something called School Data Sync. What, what is School Data Sync, and how does it work? Excellent question. So School Data Sync is a way to get information from your student information system, or SIS, and every school has one and you import that data into Office 365 and Azure Active Directory. Once that data is in Office 365 and Azure Active Directory, it can be used uh, in all kinds of useful ways by Microsoft applications like Office 365, like OneNote Class Notebook, like Intune for Education, and it can be used by third-party products as well. Some examples include Assistex and Edmodo who use the information that we've synchronized from the student information system into Azure Active Directory and Office 365. And so if a school is looking to move into an O365 environment and is looking to, to bring on School Data Sync, what kinds of things does a school need to have in place uh, before uh, trying to deploy a system like Office 365 or Data Sync? Uh, School Data Sync really only requires that you have a student information system. And we have School Data Sync successfully deployed with uh, over 50 student information systems worldwide today. And there's no reason that we can't work with pretty much every student information system since they all can export as a CSV or comma separated value file. We can import that data. And we also use the industry standard called OneRoster to import the data from the student information system. And what it does is it takes the information about students, who, what their name is, what classes they're in, uh, you know, uh, what grade level they're in, what school they're in. It takes information about the teachers as well. Which classes do they teach? Who are they? And 
all of that information then that is stored in the student information system now becomes visible to these other apps. Uh, and in the old days, or you know, even today, the way a lot of the applications solve the problem is they write a direct connection between their product and the student information system that the school uses. Uh, and the challenge for the application vendors in this case is that they have to do that for every single student information system they want to work with. So if you have a an application, maybe it's a, uh, a math learning application that gets used in the classroom and your customers have 50 or more different student information systems, well, you're stuck writing and maintaining all of those. The nice thing about using School Data Sync instead is that you only have to make that connection one time to School Data Sync. And Microsoft is doing the work on the back end with all of the various student information systems to get that data to your application. You know, I, I, I heard you a couple minutes ago saying that School Data Sync is really what takes it from the student information system and puts it into um, the, the OneNote class notes and, and the, the Office 360, uh, the, yeah, the Microsoft Classroom 365. It, it really, really is awesome. And I think I speak for a lot of teachers here that when Microsoft rolled out Classroom, automatically it did sync with your sys. It automatically did put the students in the classrooms. That's a pretty huge feature that I know students um, and school districts are absolutely taking advantage of. Is that all done through the data sync and the Intune applications? Or it, was there something else that was able to be put into place to make all that work? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, the school data sync is the engine that did that heavy lifting. So when Microsoft Classroom, when a teacher logs on for the first time and they see that their classes are already set up and they're already provisioned with all of the students in that class, that is because of School Data Sync pulling the information from the student information system. Um, of course, the IT administrator needs to turn it on. So there's, you know, and do some perhaps some troubleshooting of the file. Sometimes there's uh, incorrect information, but that's that's all you know. Not, not very hard for most IT admins to do. And the other nice thing is that Microsoft actually will provide direct support deploying School Data Sync. So any school today that signs up uh, for free deployment support will get an engineer calling them and walking them through the process if they hit any snags at all. So we're happy to do that. Uh, and then it's not just Microsoft Classroom then that can benefit from having that information automatically available. Microsoft Intune for Education is another product from Microsoft that uh, really benefits from having the school data sync uh, groups automatically created and uh, other products as well. I mentioned a few of our partners like Edmodo and Assistex, Red Critter. There are several others out there that take advantage of knowing the groups, that is the students and the classes they're in and who the teachers are and the relationships between them to make sure that the uh, their apps work with the group and uh, and work seamlessly. You know, so many school districts these days are trying to get away from their, you know, in-district hardware, their in-district servers. I know my district is, you know, basically moving all everything that we can into the cloud, you know, for the last couple of years now. Is, is school data sync something that we install onto our existing hardware or is that a cloud-based application that just makes that handshake with whatever uh sys we have like like edmodo might as you said is you know also being a cloud-based system sure yeah school data sync is an entirely cloud-based service 
So if there are certainly examples of uh, schools that have on-prem uh, applications, uh, email, for example, and other databases, uh, or they may have on-prem directory as well. Uh, and we can still work in those cases. You don't need to move your entire Active Directory into the cloud. Uh, we do believe that that's where a lot of schools are going, just uh, moving away from having to maintain everything on premises and taking advantage of all of these cloud services. So uh, School Data Sync works in an entirely cloud-based environment or as well as uh, environments that have some accounts in the cloud and some on-premises using uh, Azure Active Directory Connect. You know, I, I, I know we're going to get to the demo in just a second, but before we do, I have one more question for you. Is, yeah. is School Data Sync an optional experience or is this the program that is used when a school district wants to bring in O365 to their, to their system? Uh, there's certainly no requirement to use School Data Sync, um, but it is free to every Office 365 education customer. So any customer who has Office 365 education in the cloud uh, has free access to School Data Sync as well as access to free support deploying School Data Sync. The advantage to using School Data Sync is that it will automatically provision those classes in classroom, automatically create the groups that other applications use, uh, and uh, and do that on a you know a regular basis. So you can set it up so that every night that gets updated, so that when a student leaves, for example, they're automatically removed from a group. Uh, if a student gets added, they're automatically added to the group and automatically have access to all of the resources that they should be getting. And so that's something that uh, you can do with School Data Sync. It's not a requirement though. So if you want to use Microsoft Classroom or Intune for Education uh, and you don't use School Data Sync, that's fine. Those products still work without School Data Sync. It's just a little more work to use them. Would you be able to give us a little demonstration? Yeah, I'd love to. So I'll show you um, some School Data Sync and then show you how that can enable other products, including Intune for Education. So what you are looking at right now is the administrator user interface for School Data Sync. Uh, it's very easy to create a sync profile. This, these are the instructions that you use for School Data Sync to tell it what to sync, where to grab files, uh, and what to do with that information. So I'm just going to give this uh, a name like start of term. Uh, and the options are PowerSchool API. We know a lot of our customers use PowerSchool. So we have a direct connection API with PowerSchool as well as with Clever. But for every other student information system out there, we, we use CSV files as well. You can select the properties that you want to synchronize. You can decide what information you want to use as a key, for example, use a user principal name so that if you are synchronizing uh, students that already exist in your directory from your student information system, you can make sure that you're using the exact same uh, key so that you're not creating additional users or duplicating users. Uh, and then here you can, I'm just gonna give you a quick look at uh, the kinds of properties that you can synchronize. So everything from there, ID in the SIS system to their address, their student number, uh, their email, uh, you know, what, what their grade is, what their graduation year is, birthday, all of this kind of information can be synchronized, but it doesn't have to be. So if you are more privacy oriented, you don't have to synchronize any of that personally identifiable information either. Once the synchronization is done, I'm just gonna exit the setup here and show you the results of what a synchronization looks like. So my organization 
I have already synchronized. And you can see these are the schools that I have here. And then within each school, I can view my sections, the teachers, and the students. So for example, these are all of the sections in my Contoso High School. Uh, these are the teachers in Contoso High School. Uh, and it, if I look at, for example, Dana Mills, I can see that Dana is teaches history and science. Uh, and then I have all, all of the information about the students as well. This is really interesting and really good because all of this information now is then replicated in Azure Active Directory. So all of the groups for the biology class, for the math class, for example, are automatically created and those groups are created with the appropriate role. So the teacher will have the, uh, the owner role of that group and all of the students will be participants of that group. And that information is usable now by classroom. That's how we automatically set that up. It's also usable by other products. Um, and another great example is Intune for Education. So Intune for Education actually is used, uh, uses the group information to make it easier for administrators to decide how and what they want to manage. What you're seeing here is the dashboard of Intune for Education. It hasn't shipped yet. We're still uh, you know, a few weeks or months away from releasing this uh, to the general public. So it might change a little bit, but uh, this is a pretty good representation of what it will look like. It's a very easy to use, very easy to understand console for managing uh, devices and deploying applications. For example, in the application deployment, I can select which apps I want to deploy. So I've highlighted Office 365 apps that I want to deploy. Um, I can deploy non-Windows applications, of course. I can um, purchase applications in the Windows Store for business. Or if they're available to me freely, I can just uh, acquire them from the Windows Store. And they're automatically available to deploy using Intune for Education. I can also manage devices and settings. So here you can see there are groups on the left-hand side, like users, students, teachers. Groups could also be all students in the photography department or all students in the math, math class. So the groups can be managed so that uh, admins can actually control very granularly what they want students to be able to do or teachers to be able to do on their devices. For example, I can restrict their ability to use removable storage so that people can't use USB keys to accidentally introduce a virus to the computer network or to remove sensitive information or to restrict using the camera on devices. Maybe that has become a distraction in somebody's class, so we're going to go ahead and restrict that. Then when the user tries to log on to or tries to use that camera, uh, they would be blocked by the administrator. Uh, on which camera, on which devices they can use. So these are just some examples of how Intune for Education can help administrators deploy apps, set up their Windows devices, and manage their Windows devices very easily. Uh, and it becomes even easier because, as I switch back to the dashboard view here, we're using school data sync, all of those users and all of those groups are automatically created for them in Intune for Education. And so let me see if I can get this right and, and see where we go here. We have our SIS, right? Like our power school or, or our, where all of our student information is. That then feeds through to school data sync. 
And then school data sync connects with Intune for education, which then deploys the information out. So let's say that I have a new student coming in. Am I updating PowerSchool, which then goes up the chain? Or can I, up, can I update that student on any of these features and the change goes both up and down the ladder? So we leave the student information system like PowerSchool as the source of truth. So the teacher, excuse me, the, um, the administrative staff would add a student to PowerSchool that night, assuming that the IT staff has set up school data sync to run nightly. That night, that student would automatically be added to all of the groups which they are supposed to belong to because of PowerSchool. So they automatically get added to Mrs. Crabtree's math class or Mr. Jones's uh, English class. And that so that student is automatically then added to those classes. So when those teachers log in in the morning, they're automatically visible to them in Microsoft Classroom. Or if those users are part of a group uh, that is being managed through Intune for Education, then those policies are enforced on that user as soon as they log on to their device the next morning as well. They, the, um, the IT staff didn't have to go in and add the student to the active directory. They didn't have, the teacher didn't have to go and invite the student uh, to be part of their classroom. Uh, the IT staff didn't have to add the user uh, to be managed through Intune for Education. All of that happened automatically because the school uses school data sync. So then in essence, when a school district has a new kid, they add it to PowerSchool and then 24 hours later, overnight, whatever whatever the process is, that kid's going to walk in the next day and they're automatically going to have an O365 account, have access to it. All their permissions are going to be set up. And assumingly, all they would have to do is just create a unique password for themselves. Uh, right. Or the password could even be assigned by the IT staff as well. I know many schools uh, do that. Uh, and And let's even look at another situation. Maybe that student is uh, goes to a school where it's a BYOD school, bring your own device. So if that student shows up, all they need to do is join their device to the Azure Active Directory at their school. And because of Intune for Education, they will automatically have all of the applications that they should have. So Office 365, maybe some math app, maybe some photography app or some uh, some coding application because they're in a computer science class automatically gets made available to that student uh, on that device. Uh, and as well as if it's a device that gets assigned to them by the school and the school wants to control the settings on that device, I used camera or USB port as, a, as, a, as examples, um, then all of that is automatically set up as well. So, Matt, you know, first of all, I want to say it, it looks clean. It looks beautiful. As far as putting it, you know, getting it all together there, where can an, an IT admin or, a, you know, a tech director, where do we go for help? Are there tutorials on this? Are there support forums? Where do we go to learn how to do this stuff? Well, the, for each product, it's going to be a little different. Uh, School Data Sync is a shipping released, generally available product. And we have a ton of information available now sds.microsoft.com is where you would go. Uh, from there, you can click to sign up to get the free support that I mentioned earlier, uh, and all, as well as get a lot of other information about how to deploy it. Uh, if, you want, if you prefer the self-serve model or you just want to try it out, you can go to sds.microsoft.com. Intune for Education is a little different. It's not generally available yet. However, we are taking... Um, 
requests for a video to get it as soon as it becomes available to preview. And that's at aka.ms slash Intune for EDU, spelled out I T I N T U N E F O R E D U. And we, I'm sure I'll, I'll give you those um, actual links and maybe you can yeah. uh, put them on a screen at the end or something. So we can, those are the, the two main sources. Also, if you go to microsoft.com slash education, that's a great spot to get more information about Intune for Education, Office 365, Windows 10, School Data Sync, and how all of these things work together as well. There's a lot of great stuff happening over there. And again, I, I, I want you to say that one one more time because we, we often talk about another educational website, but this isn't education.microsoft. This is microsoft.com. What was that one more time? Microsoft.com slash education. Right. And that's where we have a lot of great information about Intune for Education, Office 365, Windows 10 and Education, School Data Sync. All of those things come together there. You know, first of all, Matt, thank you so much for coming on this show, right? Like this is a topic that we really don't get a chance to, to talk about. We talk a lot about Office from the tech coaching side or from the classroom side. And I think it's important that teachers know that all this background information is happening and it is syncing. And, you know, technology is technology. And, and it, it's an amazing system that Microsoft has put together to make sure that it literally is seamless from one step to the next step to the next step, which essentially, you know, September rolls around, new kid shows up, and boom, everything works. Um, where can we go to find out information here? Is, is there a, a, a Twitter account? Is there a Facebook page? Or is it just visiting Microsoft.com slash education? Well, of course, we were very active on Twitter and Facebook and everything else. But they uh, rather than uh, the, the place that sort of all comes together, Microsoft.com slash education, specifically for school data sync, sds.microsoft.com uh, will get you all of the, the latest and greatest information there, um, and including the ability to request uh, deployment support. So, you know, if you're a teacher listening to this, uh, I would, and you use Office 365, you use OneNote Class Notebook, I would encourage you to ask your IT department, have they looked at, have they heard of School Data Sync? It's free. We'll help them deploy it for free, and it's going to make uh, the lives of the IT department as well as the teachers setting up classes and classroom much easier. If you're an IT admin listening to this uh, and you would like to get more information on School Data Sync, definitely visit sds.microsoft.com. Uh, if you are interested in Intune for Education, then you can go to microsoft.com education for an overview, or if you want to sign up to be notified as soon as it's available, uh, for preview, then that's aka.ms slash Intune for Edu. And once again, we want to say thank you so much to Matt McGinnis and everybody over at the Microsoft Education uh, Department for coming on the show today and finishing off and wrapping up what we like to call Microsoft March. We have more than 100 podcasts, blog posts, screencasts, and even a few nice little online courses over at teachercast.net slash Microsoft Edu. Hope that you have a chance to check them out. And, uh, 
Spend some time over at TeacherCast today. There's, of course, several great ways that you can reach out and be a part of the TeacherCast Educational Broadcasting Network. We love it when you find us on Twitter at TeacherCast. Leave us a voicemail over at TeacherCast.net slash voicemail. Email us at feedback at TeacherCast.net slash feedback. And, of course, you can subscribe to this and all of our shows at TeacherCast.net slash audio and teachercats.net slash YouTube. My name is Jeff Bradbury. One more time, I want to say thank you so much for joining us. Keep up the great work in your classroom and continue sharing your passions with your students. 